On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks need to mix it up. They need to inject some new talent into this team, it seems like. They need an extra ball handler. They need another star. We're going to talk about a bunch of different players the Mavericks could trade for. They might not be stars now, but could become stars in a little while if the Mavericks could develop them a little bit. And so let's talk about some of those players the Mavericks could trade for coming up on today's Like My Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you're locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network your team every day thanks for making lockdown maps your first listen every day remember lockdown maps is free and available on all platforms including youtube but the best way you can help us grow the show is give us a comment below comment anything even let us know one player you think the Mavericks should trade for. Some of them may not be a star, but it could become a star. Somebody that could, could grow into that role with the Dallas Mavericks. Also, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We appreciate everybody that does that. And we appreciate everybody that stuck to the end of yesterday's podcast. We got Whoa. so many tweets and comments. We appreciate all of you. You're all part of the Raccoon Squad. Appreciate all of you. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com. The follow back, bro. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, guys, uh, calm down. You just gotta chill out a little bit. I will. <laughs> the one, I will follow. One of the one of the people rooting for Twitter to break down so he doesn't have to follow all the people back that, that tweeted at him today. Ga- Galaxy brain. That's why I made the promise because <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, I never. I underestimated the amount of people who would get to the end of that pod after a loss like that. And uh, I have received all the DMs. I have received <laughs> all the tweets today. Every time I opened my phone, it was a new batch of. Uh, notifications rolling in so uh appreciate it thanks for listening to the pod um yeah and uh if you're watching this on youtube or listening in your car then if twitter dies it doesn't really affect you i mean well i mean affect this hey the podcast will still come right the (laughs) apple podcast spotify odyssey youtube not going anywhere subscribe on youtube there's also a community tab so we can post updates and stuff there so if you want to keep following us check back on the youtube channel and uh, yeah, so you can follow us that way if you, if Twitter doesn't indeed go down like the ship that it might go down as. I don't think it's going to go down, but um, you can write us on YouTube and all of that. Yeah, I don't recommend following me on Instagram, but uh, <laughs> I don't really post much content outside of. There you go. On today's show, yeah. let's get into some trades the Mavericks could make. So let's talk about some players around the league that are not necessarily stars in their spot now, but could become right. Like even Jalen Brunson. Let's take him as an example. He was coming off the bench even as early as last season. The beginning of last season, he was coming off the bench. And then he kind of grew into this role where he had an incredible run in the playoffs and helped the Mavericks get to the Western Conference Finals. Who's a player like that around the league the Mavericks should trade for? And this whole thing got, this whole concept got, uh, was inspired to me by a couple people on Twitter. There's some people on Twitter, as, as long as it still is up, that have agendas, and they're like, we got to get this player to, to the Mavericks. And it, they just keep coming up over and over again. And one of the names that got brought up uh, by SJ and I think Slightly Bias and some others was OG Ananobi. 
OG Ananobi, I think, is one of the players that is the prime player for this type of conversation. Is a player that's kind of underutilized on his team. Like, he averages 18 points right now. He's taking a bunch of shots, but that he's maybe the third or fourth guy in line on the Raptors right now. He's played playing great defense. And I think with the Mavericks, he could have a little bit of a bigger role. And then all of a sudden you're talking about, you know, a player that could be, you know, maybe a star next to Luca. Luca could elevate him a little bit and he could elevate their defense for sure. And that's a guy that I think the Mavericks could bring in that wouldn't cost as much as a Jimmy Butler, as a, some of these other guys that we've talked about that they could go after potentially. See, I'm kind of torn a little bit because I think he would cost a lot. Um, I love OG. I was a big fan coming out of the draft, wrote a pre-draft story on him, talked to Yogi Ferrell about him, everything. Like, I loved OG. He was hurt in Indiana, so it kind of hurt his draft stock a little bit. Um, he's 25. I think even going into, you know, the past few years, I would subscribe to the, hey, they're just like viewing him as a three and D type of guy, but I feel like he's blossomed a little bit. He's having like two and a half steals for him this year. 18 points is his yeah. career high this year. Leading the league so in two and a half with two and a half steals a game. He's yeah. So he's a great defender. He's shooting 36% from three. Um, he's getting like 14 shots a game, just like he did last year. So I guess my question in my mind going into his career, I think this is what I thought he would be is like, good defender, 18 points a game. Like this is pretty solid. So I guess my question back to you is do you like, do you think he's like a Paul George Kawhi type of guy? You think he can be that or cause I think he's pretty dang good right now. And he gets a lot of playing time. He starts and all of them, like he, he would play a similar role. So I guess the next step would be like a go-to, you know, second option on a team lead us in scoring type of thing, which is like, yeah, where do you have him? Where do you think his ceiling is? Yeah, I, I envision him as a guy that's like a pseudo all star. I think he can get, you know, I think he can up the scoring average just a little bit more. If you look at synergy, some of his numbers, he's like below average in post ups and ISO. So I think he has another level of his game to even go to where he is the guy with the ball in his hands. And you've seen some of it. You've seen some of his ability yeah. to to post up, to drive with the ball. He just hasn't been really efficient at it. So uh, we're sort of projecting. This whole thing is about projecting of some of these guys to take another step forward, another leap forward. And I can see OG doing that. Also, I've been uh, indoctrinated by Sean Woodley of Locked On Raptors. We talk about uh, the Raptors and OG and Nobi a lot. I'm like, I, I'm, j- I'm just buying in. I'm just buying in on what he could bring. I also think what he does is just so perfect for the Mavericks, right? The ability to defend, you know, he's what, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he's, you know, a bigger guy that can defend on the wing. He's a really good defender. Like, there's some some talk about him getting some all-defense buzz this year and definitely maybe some defensive player of the year type buzz. And so you, you think of a player like that and then his ability to just create his own shot just a little bit more than a Reggie or a Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah. Actually, a, a lot more than a Reggie or a Dorian Finney-Smith. And then, you know, a little bit more than, say, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. or somebody like that. You just see the fit on it, and you can. I could just see how he would he would fit really well with the Mavericks. He could take a little bit of a step forward because they have Siakam, they have Van Vliet, they have Gary Trent, they have Scotty Barnes. Like they have a lot of mouths to feed over there uh, in Toronto. And so if you bring him to the Mavericks, I think Luca could elevate him a little bit. Maybe he elevates in a bigger role, and I, that's where I see it, and that's the vision. I I absolutely love it. I mean. He would be perfect in Dallas next to Luca. Um, so sign me up for that. Fit would be a perfect fit and all of that. I, I'm worried a little bit of like what they would if they do trade him. If I'm Toronto, I don't trade him at all. No. Like 
you you know you let Gary Trent walk for nothing before you trade him. Like you keep yeah. you keep him, Scotty Barnes, Siakam. Like you keep that trio together if you can. Um, I just think to get him at that age, you're gonna have to give up a lot. And you think more than two seconds, or t- not two seconds, two firsts? I was like, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely more than two seconds. Um. <laughs> uh, what does Dallas have that Toronto would want? That's what I'm saying. They have they have their fir- <laughs> they have their first going forward. So you have because it, it would have to be the two first, just because Dallas like, yeah. It's no disrespect, but it's like they don't need Dinwiddie. They don't need well, and you couldn't you, know, you couldn't give up Dinwiddie in a, in a trade like this if you want to win now. Yeah. So then it's like Christian they, Wood. They do like, actually kind they... of they kind of do need Dinwiddie though. They could really use well, another guard. Like even when they came and played in Dallas, Fred VanVleet was out and they had no guards. Like literally yeah. no guards on their team. Like they could really use that type of guy. So if the Mavericks had somebody to give up like that, it would be a much easier trade. You can't send Tim Hardaway just straight up because or you know Tim Hardaway plus some picks and stuff because they already have Tim Hardaway at home and it's Gary Trent Jr. and he's probably better at this point. Definitely better this season, yeah. but. But if yeah. you can get OG, you go freaking get OG. He would be insane next to Luca. We're just looking at risks the Mavericks could take in a trade, right? Some of these are going to be yeah. unrealistic, but we wanted to start with some of them and just point them out and say, hey, these are some of the guys that maybe the Mavericks could go after. So coming up, let's talk about some other guys that maybe kind of underutilized or miscast that the Mavericks could take a risk on and trade for. I got some names. We've got some familiar names we've talked about before, but some that we haven't mentioned before. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do... Let me tell you about Masterclass. Masterclass is a new sponsor, and it's a really fascinating product where you just have this whole library of different classes you can take from all kinds of different, um, all kinds of different like professionals. And Gordon Ramsay teaching cooking, Bob Iger teaching business strategy. That dude bought Marvel and Star Wars and <laughs> made it into an incredible uh, buy for for Disney. John Legend teaching songwriting. You have Steve Ooh. Steve Martin teaching comedy. You have oh my. God. This one may be the the most like <laughs> the most uh, knowledgeable about a topic that any person could be. Chris Jenner, so the Kardashians' mom, talking about yeah. the power of personal branding. Ooh, she has she has nailed that one for sure. So if you want to check out Masterclass, you can use our promo right now. Masterclass.com slash locked on today, and what you get is you get two memberships for the price of one. So what you do is you find somebody. So Isaac and I go in on one. And instead of paying the full price, you pay half of it, and then you can go in with, with somebody else and get a membership yourself. So go check it out. It's masterclass.com slash locked on. Masterclass.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen today and every day. Make your second listen later today. Locked On Sports Today, it's the best podcast talking about every single sport. They have great interviews. Um, our Locked On Nows go on there when we break down post games. All kinds of stuff you're hearing from local experts. Locked on sports today. All right, Isaac Harris, give me another name. Give me another name that you think maybe underutilized, miscast, would be a little bit of a risk for the Mavericks because they'd have to give up some picks, but it's not like necessarily a star level player yet. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's – do you want me to go the route of, hey, somebody that's already really good, but if they came to Dallas and went on a big run with Dallas, they would they would it, enter it into like their, the next – Yeah, it would, it would elevate them a little bit. Let, let's do that. All right, we'll, we'll start with that, and then I have a bunch of other, like, random smaller names. I mean, Zach Levine and De'Aaron Fox would be would be two guys that you know, you'd have to go all in to get them. But for them and for their career, I feel like they're kind of in the same ballpark for a lot of national people, how they view them. 
good good young players score a lot of points can do their thing De'Aaron Fox having a really good season Kings playing well but if what it would do for them to reach the next level to pair up with the Luka and to go on a conference finals run to go on a crazy run to the finals and like be that Robin for lack of better terms next to Luka it would up their pedigree in the league. It would push a De'Aaron Fox into that next category of point guards. It would push Zach Levine. Like if Zach Levine came to Dallas, averaged, you know, 20 something points a game next to Luca and they went to the conference finals, snuck into the play, you know, finals or whatever it is. Like, would he be viewed as a top four shooting guard in the league? Like would he, he would, people would just view him differently. Like, Oh, okay. You did it on the big stage. You're not just a good stats, bad team guy. So those are two names that, that would it would be a risk, but if it worked, it would be the next step in their career. Yeah, th- these ones are tough because with with Zach Levine, they they just resigned, like they just extended him. They are struggling though. They're six of nine, so I don't know if they're going to blow it all nice. up. We talked about DeRozan as a as a possibility two days ago, so if you want to listen to our conversation about that, go check out that one. But um, yeah, Zach Levine would be great. It's, can't believe that you've just reversed course on your you were so anti Zach Levine to the Mavericks for so many years. <laughs> I'm talking about what it would do for their career <laughs> if they could ride the coattails of Luca to a finals and help them get there. <laughs> and then, and then the Fox one—they have the best record in in uh, California. The Kings do if they win this Spurs game tonight. What a stat! Isn't that wild? <laughs> Sacramento, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Lakers—they have the best record. Who would have thought that going into the season? Who would have thought? Uh, so that's definitely not the the prime spot for to trade. Uh, Fox, but I, I think yes, both those guys would definitely fit, and uh, you could see that. Another one that, of mine that's kind of like that is Tyrese Maxey. We've seen him already take mm. a couple of jumps. He went from eight points a game his rookie year to then seventeen and a half points his sophomore year. Now he's up to twenty two and a half and twenty two point eight points, almost twenty three points a game. He's taking like eighteen shots a game, so he's definitely getting the shots up. Not super efficient, but still shooting the ball well. And you can just see if he took that step from, all right, I'm not playing with Harden and Embiid. I'm playing just with, with Luka and Dinwiddie. You could see him take that next leap forward, possibly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's a little, like, you could say he's a little underutilized. The Mavs maybe could cover up for some, some defensive um, problems that he has. But, yeah, I think that's one where maybe he gets tired of just playing like next to Harden and Embiid, or maybe that blows up and they have to change things up because it's not working for them over there either, right? They're seven and seven. They did not expect to be a 500 team. They, a lot of people thought they were going to be the best team in the league this year. Yeah. Imagine if Dallas took him in the draft, you know, (laughs) (laughs) my my Uh, other, my other Sixers one though is Tobias Harris. We've batted around his name a little mm -hmm. bit here, but this is one where you could see he's, he's just miscast and and just used wrongly. Cause like Tyrese Maxey is getting, 18 and a half shots. There's not enough shots for Tobias Harris. That's his best thing. The Mavericks need somebody to take shots like this. And Tobias Harris would be a guy that you could see. All right. I could see them coming up with some kind of deal. You could buy low on him because he's not going to be, he's not going to cost as much as most of the, every other guy that we've mentioned so far. Uh, and you could see him have some kind of a role that's, that's better than what's going on with, with uh, the Sixers right now. No. Yeah. Well, I'm I get the maxi one. I feel like Tobias is just who he is at this point. It's like, all right, we know who you are. I don't think he's going to be an all-star type of guy, but 
could he be better in Dallas's system? Yeah, he could be better in Dallas's system. But the thing is, he's taking 12 shots a game. He's averaging 14 and a half points a game. We've seen him put up 20 points, right? Like we've seen him, and he's never really been a high volume necessarily guy. He's like 15 to 16 shots a game has been his his max. So I don't know if we've yeah. ever seen him be in a system that he could actually shoot the ball a little bit more and get yeah. good shots from a good point guard, right? We really haven't seen that. So yeah, not have to be like an ISO guy all but, the time but could still do that a little bit right could he could yeah. play well with Dinwiddie play well with Luca could also get his own shot at times too and would be a buy low right I think this one's the obviously the most most realistic of the ones we've talked about but um, yeah I was gonna say let's talk about some some smaller for yeah. lack better term smaller players <laughs> um some more realistic players that I have a bunch of names through here that are I wouldn't say they're role players like Dorian and Reggie I would say they're a little bit step up from that, or let's just say in that same ballpark that if they came to Dallas, it could be a breakout of their career so far that them coming to Dallas would be the best career decision for them. And I'll just start off with my favorite one. Now I realize that I am, I'm probably in the minority of how much property I have on this Island. And there's probably not a lot of people like you've either sold or people didn't buy initially on Rui. I have Rui written down. I thought you were going to say Rogier, but I have Rui written down. I've talked about Terry Rogier too much. Um, he is love- one though. He fits this. I think that he fits this really well. We'll talk about him. In a he, he would, but Rui's in this weird spot in Washington. Yeah. We obviously saw him play against Dallas the other night. He's six, eight. I liked him coming into the draft. Um, he's, you know, he had a few injury stuff back over the you know, past few years, but you know, he's still just 24. Yeah. They didn't give him, ex- him an extension. And, you know, last year he shot 45% from three at around three threes a game. And he's averaged just low, a little over 11 points a game. He started, um, he's actually comes off the bench for Washington, 23 minutes a game, but he's a guy, he's a former top 10 pick just what, four years ago that get him in a different system. Can we please just get him out of Washington? Yes. And, Let's see him. I would love to see him play next to Luca and be this defensive guy, the six eight defensive guy who can also create a little bit and get his own shot. That I like. You're not giving up multiple first round picks no. for Rui, and especially because they didn't extend him and all that different stuff. So I would be really interested in a swing for Rui Hachimura. And some of these for some of these players, when you're trying to project in the future, say, okay, I think this guy could grow into a bigger role. You have to have seen them yeah. play at a high level and. I thought over the over this summer with Japan, I thought we saw him play like some some pretty good basketball. Uh, yeah. and I thought we saw him play pr- pretty well. Maybe it was not this summer. What am I thinking of? He just recently played Olympics, World Cup, FIBA, something. We saw him play recently. We watched him play. I was gonna say we watched him play this summer. I'm forgetting in the com- in the comments. Remind me what it is. But we saw him play recently. He looked really really good. You could just tell that he's added a little bit more to his game when he was the main guy with Japan. You could see he took that step forward, and so you can kind of make like if you squint, you can make out the the makings of a really good complementary player that could play well in the Maverick system, and you know. You can ask Spencer Dinwiddie coming out of Washington may help you <laughs> may help your stock if you're yeah. uh, if you're trying to take the next step. Well, real quick in Washington, Kyle Kuzma is another name too. Yeah, that he has you know he's gonna he has a player option for next year. Just to close the Washington chapter here, player option for next year. He's probably not gonna pick that up. Hit hit the open market that he we've joked about him being a star, but he would fit really well in Dallas, and it could be the best like version of him playing next to Luca. 
He's older than you think, though. He's 27, so whatever you whatever you oh. consider about that. But, uh, but yeah, he, he would be one, too. Get his own shot. Has, has learned how to play defense with the Lakers. Played under J-Kids, you know, in Sean Sweeney's system with the Lakers. Yep. And uh, so that could be another one that, that could really be be right. Coming up, let's talk about some wild cards. I got some wild card names. And then there's a couple of damaged goods. A couple of damaged goods out there. Maybe the Mavericks oh, no. could revitalize them. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. Go ahead and see what's available. Go see what you want to put some money down on. There's a bunch of – there's not if Twitter will go down. I don't think that's one of those things. <laughs> I don't think that's one of those special. couple of specials. Um, Kyrie's next team, if not the Brooklyn Nets. Lakers, number one. Heat, number two. Mavericks, Mavericks number three. Th- number three still. That one's not as fun because we, we've seen that one. Uh, NBA championship odds. Mavericks are not too far – not too far below some of these teams. Celtics and Bucks, number one and two, plus 55, or plus, uh, yeah, 550. Warriors plus 750. They're still number three for some reason. Clippers plus 900. Suns plus 900. Nets plus 1600. Cavs plus 1600. Mavs plus 1800. They're right up there with mm. some of these teams. So you want to put down some money on this on the Mavericks to win the championship? It could pay off in the, in the long run. Go check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about some more names. Could be a risk for the Mavericks to go in on some of these guys, but you're buying low on a lot of the guys we're going to talk about right now. Um, uh, let me talk about your guy, Terry Rozier, because I think this is a guy that he's, oh. he's he's also been in a situation where he's been, he was with the, the Celtics. He had some moments for the Celtics. Then he goes and signs that bigger deal with the the Hornets, and then he takes the, the big step forward where he goes from from averaging like seven points a game to 19 points a game. So we've already seen that, but he just hasn't been on a big stage. And, or except for those those playing games where they got destroyed. <laughs> so if you want to count that, uh, he hasn't been on a big stage since he was in Boston. But I think he could be a guy that could add that extra element. Oh, if it, my, my dream for the Mavericks right now, and I think this is a little realistic. I was texting you these trades. If they could find a way... Miles Turner is another one of my guys that I think could could take a step Shocking. forward. Miles Turner and Terry Rozier, like both of our two guys, if they could somehow get those, send Tim Hardaway and maybe some seconds to the the Pacers for Miles Turner. He's expiring, so maybe they think they're not going to get anything for him. Send uh, Christian Wood with like Davis and some co- you know the contracts to make it work for Terry Rozier. Maybe the you know. They the uh, Hornets just want to get off the money and want to figure out how to, to start over there, and then uh, maybe they take a flyer on Christian Wood too, and then bring Terry Rozier and Miles Turner in. I think that shores up your your rotation and you figure out some like you you cover some weaknesses there. Say no more. Oh, we're in on this is this is our pipe dream. We, we're planting our flag on this one. If they get if they can somehow get Miles Turner and Terry Rozier, the season will be saved. We will single handedly bring Twitter back. We yes. will we will drive to the airport with Miles Turner's family and pick him up. <laughs> Should, will I have to buy a Rosier Mavs jersey? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, you'd have to the <laughs> okay, the jersey, okay. the jersey, everything. <laughs> he would fit perfect in Dallas, though. I'm all in. Y'all know that. Him, him Dinwiddie, and Luca. You can. That's a that's a guard rotation that you could actually do something with. Oh, a hundred percent. That would be yeah. He's exactly what Dallas need. Um. I'll give you this name. I debated on this name because he already got an extension. He's he's good, but he's not good on a on a good team. And we've <laughs> never seen him on a good team. 
What would Lou Dort? Is Lou Dort? Be in yeah, that's exactly, yeah. exactly why I had to. What What would he be in Dallas? Like, what? How would people? Like, I would just love to see him on a big stage and like play next to Luca to be like our guard defender, yeah, stout guy. That's just, I mean, the crowd would love him in the AAC. Yeah, what he he's not a good shooter, but not the greatest shooter. He's he's over the last couple of years when he first he starts taking threes like legitimately, he's about thirty three percent on seven threes a game. So he's not great, but he can knock down some threes and he can get really really hot too from the yeah. three. Great defender. You heard Luca this this season after they played that that dumb overtime game against the Thunder where they lost. You heard him say he's one of the best defenders in the NBA. I think he could be their Drew Holiday. Right, like I think he could be that guy that comes in and, and plays yeah. plays that type of a role where he's the guard that can yeah. kind of get a shot that can also just really defend at a high level. Like the Bucks don't ask Drew Holiday to create at a at a super high level. Like I mean, sometimes <laughs> that's a lofty, yeah. I mean, if you could grow into a Drew Holiday, that'd be awesome. We're taking risks on this, right? We're taking yeah, risks yeah. on guys to like project a little bit higher. So Lou Dort is definitely one of the guys I had as well. Um, the Thunder happen to be playing pretty well right now. So it, some of these, it's, yeah. it's harder than, than you'd think in the past. But, yeah, Lou Dort's definitely one that, that's on my radar. Um, another one on my radar, you, you took some of mine, but um, yeah. Norman okay. Powell on the Clippers. He got benched recently. Okay. We've seen him play, you know, we've seen him play some pretty good basketball, be a 20-point-per-game scorer with the Blazers, and then he goes to the Clippers, and he's kind of under, he's kind of misused now, or he's just kind of underutilized because of, you know, how deep that team is. So, Maybe. Whatever happened to Covington? Is he just like done or he played the other he played, he played I feel like other. he doesn't play very much at all for him. It's like, all right, you just like he's played nine games, he's played fourteen minutes a game. Yeah, so he's uh, he's just in and out. So maybe that's maybe that's one they take a look at. But uh Norman Powell, I think, is one. Like he went from he averaged like twenty points a game over the last like two years, and then now he's back at like twelve. Yeah. He's one that could light it up a little bit more. No, he'd be fun. He'd be fun on offense too for this team because we need some other guys when, especially when Lucas starts. What's, uh, what's the thought on John Collins? I feel like this is what he is. I debated on him, and he would be great in a pick and roll with Luca, but I don't know what. Like, what do you think his ceiling is? It's like you have John Collins at home. It's Christian Wood, right? Like he's he's gonna get you. He can get you twenty and ten on a given night. He can also not get you twenty and ten and get you you know ten and five, <laughs> ten and five. Yeah, some nights. But he can shoot the three well. He can roll well. Not necessarily the greatest defender. So I, I think they already have that guy. So I don't, I don't think John Collins like taking a risk on John Collins. I'd rather just stick with Christian Wood and see if that pans out more than. Yeah, I just never know what John Collins is like defensively. If he's a five or a four, like do you trade for him, crossing your fingers, saying, "Can you please be Blake Griffin 2.0? And it's like, okay, you're not really gonna yeah. do that. You're, um, you're more like, I don't know, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're like a you're Trader right there. Joe's, you almost got it. Yeah, you're like <laughs> a Trader Joe's Dwight Powell. Like, I, I don't know. It's like I can he can, can shoot, shoot. that three. Yeah, he I, can. Okay, no, I got some good. I got some damaged goods ones. Yeah, I do too. We'll see if they're the same ones. Julius Randle. No, I'm out. Sorry. You're out, you're done? No. It'd be you'd he be can, buying really low right now. Yeah, Jalen Brunson seems to enjoy playing with him, but he does? JB's a good leader though. So he's probably he, bringing He the best likes value. playing he likes everybody. He's not you know, he does. He's not yeah. making enemies out there. <laughs> um except with us. Oh, what did I say? Julius Randle. <laughs> Okay, 
Are you going more damaged goods? Let's see if you. I got, got two more. Yeah. All right, throw them at me. Kyrie. No, sorry. Bye. Next. <laughs> I, somehow I could see Kid and Cuban talking themselves into it. Oh. Mm. I don't know if I would personally do it, but I could see them talking themselves into it. I was in the uh, maybe camp before all, uh, all the recent stuff, but not now. Sorry, I'm out. I would entertain Russ. Westbrook. Nine out of ten times over. Isaac Harris, right did now. you know that right now, currently, Russell Contavious Westbrook is shooting better from three than Clay Thompson is? No, I did not. Westbrook shooting wow. 34% from three now. He's been better as of late. And Clay is shooting 33% from three. Baller. Maybe that now they don't have to include all their picks to get rid I, of him. I think uh, I would I think if there was an understanding of what Westbrook would like how Westbrook would play, or that he knows he's at least coming off the bench, and it's Dinwiddie and Luca and then him, the same way Dinwiddie came in last year and he's like, All right, it's Luca and then Brunson and then me, right? If Westbrook yeah. came in with that understanding, playing under Jason Kidd, who he would hopefully respect. Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm talking myself into. I'm talking myself into it. They just need what he does so so badly with the creating, getting downhill, and like kicking out to shooters. Like he'll just. I don't know. Okay, I haven't reached the point of talking myself into the basketball fit. Oh, There's that tra- that Rockets loss is. I'm just down so bad. I'm just down yeah, so are. bad after that Rockets loss. There's a trade out. There's some trades that I would be down for, but it's more from a money angle. Well, and, the money helps too. But. Talking myself into the basketball fit of it is not something I have. Comment, comment uh, down below if you're already in the, the camp of talking yourself into Russell Westbrook from the basketball. I have, some, I have some names real well, quick that are, are smaller names. Another thing with the Westbrook thing is he's an expiring contract. So it's a one year, it's a one year experiment. You're not like, no, they have. you're not like going after him for like multiple years and having to deal with that headache for like a long time. You're going, yeah, it's through, not even a one year. It's like a no. six month experience. You would hope that it would work out the same way it worked out for him in Washington where he comes in and he plays. What he played 65 games for them and was great and led them to the playoffs. Like you hope it works out that way. Cause you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel where his ex- contract just expires at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. You do that deal. If you're Dallas to get off long-term money. Yeah. Um, is Jonathan Isaac just the ultimate swing? Like the, he's the ultimate that he's been out for two years, but he had all the talent in the world. And is there a world he, that he, he had, ca- had all the talent in the world? I mean, all the talent is because he was like the seventh overall pick, sixth overall pick in the draft. I don't know where I stand on that statement. Okay. Not all the talent in the world. (laughs) Let's go back. He was showing a lot of promise. I just just wanted to make that standing joke. Right right before he got hurt, he was playing really good basketball. Yeah. He was known for his defense, 16-6-11. If a team bought low on him, like, what if... (laughs) Dallas bought low on him, and it's like you have this 6'10", 6'11", dude that's still young. And now there's a lot of what-ifs with that, a lot of injuries. But another teammate of his, Mo Bamba. I put Mo Bamba and Nick Claxton on this. I'm saying because when when we were talking about this pod, it was like who are players in weird situations, not even weird situations, that could come to Dallas and like break out. Yeah. Like Nick Claxton or Mo Bamba, playing with Luka would be the best thing that ever happened for him. And... I could see both of those guys kind of like take a next level step, but yeah, you could anyway. for sure. Rui's more the guy that uh, I was thinking about for this part. Let us know in the comment section, the Mavericks, if they want to take a, a risk for a trade and try something, try something different. What are some names they could go after? Let us know what you think about our Terry Rogier, miles Turner plan. 
to bring in for the Mavericks. I think I think we just saved the Mavericks season with that one. But let us know in the comments. Uh, also, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reaction, big game recaps, the take of the day, available on Odyssey, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Comment below if you made it to the end of the podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. <laughs> Peace out. Boom.